Yo, yo, yo. Hey, motives. It's the one and only Tone Motivates. It's a beautiful morning. Ah. (laughs) I know I got to sing something. Y'all know I have to sing something. What's good, guys? Y'all ready to send these kids back to school? Hmm. I am. But um, I did really, really enjoy the summer and all that it entailed. So today, I thought it would be great for us to talk about love languages. A lot of times people think that love languages are only for relationships and stuff like that, but it can apply to all aspects in our lives and those that we care and love for. So I know I got to start y'all off with a quote. Okay. Emotional need is not to fall in love, but to be genuinely loved by another. To know a love that grows out of reason and choice, not instinct. I need to be loved by someone who chooses to love me, who sees in me something worth loving. The kind of love requires effort and discipline. It is the choice to expend energy in an effort to benefit the other person, knowing that it is he or her life is enriched by your effort. You too will find a sense of satisfaction, the satisfaction of having genuinely loved. And that's by Gary Chapman with the five love languages, how to express heartfelt commitment to your mate. So let's get right into it. What is love language? Now, The term love language refers to the way that a person prefers to express love to and receive it from a partner. So let's get right into it. What types of love language are there? So there's several types of love languages, five to be exact, the most popular ones. And the most popular ones are quality time, words of affirmation, acts of service, physical touch, and receiving gifts. So what does this mean? So with quality time, quality time is giving your loved one uninterrupted time while being engaged and attentive in shared activities or combos, right? So that's not looking at your phone or doing a million other things while your mate is trying to talk to you. Um, That's giving your undivided attention to a friend that just needed to vent. Now, of course, this goes back to another episode as far as boundaries and stuff like that. If you do not have the mental capacity to do this, by all means, do not. But I do feel that if we care for someone, people have bad days and that's just part of the human experience. And we should care to show a person that we care by just listening and things like that. People feel a lot of times that we have to give uh, materialistic things for a person to know that they're cared for. And that's not the case. Um, 
I personally, I don't care about anything materialistic. It, I am a thoughts that count kind of girl, but the best thing that you could ever give me is quality time. Do what you say you're going to do and just be accountable to yourself. Show up for me. You know what I mean? But I have learned that if a person doesn't show up for themselves, there is no way that they're going to show up for you, right? So don't take what I said about quality time verbatim, you know, apply it to your life and things that uh, you experience with the people in your circle, in your world, in your tribe, stuff like that. So the next one is words of affirmation. Now, words of affirmation are words that communicate your respect, appreciation, and love for your loved one, right? So some examples of this is showing appreciation, being genuine, giving compliments, being authentic, and trustworthy, right? So basically, if I see someone is doing a damn hard job and they're struggling, but they have made progress, I'm going to tell them like, yo, I see you. I'm proud of you. And a lot of people are scared to genuinely acknowledge someone and their hard work. I don't know why, because I am all of my friends' biggest fans. If you like it, I love it. I'm there for you. If I don't agree, I'll let you know. But I don't judge anyone and I love people where they are, where they're at, if I choose to do so. So... I love telling people that I love them. I tell my son every day that I love him. You know what I mean? I always give compliments. I don't care if you're a girl walking down the street. If I like your dress, girl, I'm going to tell you I like your dress. If you tell me that you like my dress, I'm going to tell you where the hell I got it from. That's just me. And it's nothing wrong, nor does it take anything from me just to do something simple as that. If I feel great in something and somebody compliments me and I let them know where I got it from, wouldn't they typically feel great in it? Right? So basically, I just literally reciprocate or try to reciprocate things that I enjoy, things that I love, um, you know, things that matter to me. And typically, I get that back. Not all the time, because I'm not doing it just to get it back. But at the end of the day, if a person is pretty, they're pretty. Um, You know, if a person is um, beautiful, they're beautiful. Whether I tell them or not is not going to take away from the fact that they are what they are, right? So get out there and start telling people what you feel, you know, stranger or not. You never know what someone's going through, as I always say. And you never know what that small gesture would do for their day. Now, the next one is acts of service. And this entails doing things you know your loved one will like. And examples could be running their bath, cooking their favorite meal, filling their gas tank. Most people who look at acts of service as their love language tend to live by the motto, Actions speak louder than words. And I'm really big on that. You know what I mean? I feel as though if you can't keep your word to me, then how could I trust you? You know what I mean? If you say that you're going to do something or if you mention something to me, you know that I care for it and you fall through. Of course, again, we're human, human experience, stuff happens that's out of our control. But if you just straight up just blow me off, that's it, it don't matter, then that determines how I'm going to treat you. Because I typically am not going to say something or tell someone to hold me accountable to something that I know that I can't do. Now, granted, I have failed in these areas before. 
Again, I'm human. I, I still fail sometimes, but I at least acknowledge the fact that, hey, I meant to do this. I forgot. It slipped my mind. This came up, whatever the case may be. Um, I would love to do this for you another time or just try to make it up to them in some way. Um, for me, I have a huge community that I support but the community that supports me is very small, minimal. So the people that do genuinely care and reach out to me, I make sure that I go above and beyond to let them know that I care for them, period, right? It's that simple. So the third one, oh, sorry, I should say fourth. Uh, The fourth one is physical touch, right? This is probably the most common. Affection is given and received by touch being close physically. Most types of physical touch as a love language also include kissing, hugging, and the big kahuna, (laughs) sex. But this is not all that it means. So a tap on the shoulder, the arm, a hug, you know, things like that. Um, Those are all love languages. And this is why I guess the guys in sports slap each other asses and stuff like that. And I never understood that, um, you know, physically why the ass. But it's physical touch and they are telling them, hey, proud of you, good job, whatever the case may be. So I personally, um, I didn't grow up with much physical touch as a love language. Um, so I incorporated that incorporated that into my life with my son. So my son know that knows that I'll hug him. He knows that I'm going to tell him I love him, you know, and that's just a part of me. So even though you might not have grown up a certain way, doesn't mean that you can't incorporate or remove certain things that you grew up with. Okay. Whatever the things is that you love about your parents that they instilled in you or the people that raised you instilled in you, keep them. Anything that you think is less favorable, leave them. You know what I mean? So I'm not really big on chastising my son for the most part physically you know number one he's six feet I ain't doing all that but um sometimes I have to hit him where it hurts you know so if that means putting up the PS5 because you failed a test this week then we're gonna put up that PS5 until you bring that grade up you know just little things and I explained to him look I'm not doing this because I'm trying to punish you I'm doing this because you're spending so much time on the game that you're failing in your studies stuff like that you know so always always expressing why I did something instead of just saying, this is it, you know, I'm an adult, this is what you're going to do. So typically those that feel uncomfortable, like I was just saying with physical touch, may have incurred trauma as a kid, which may include like a trust trauma from past relationships or sexual encounters, right? Remember that trauma is suppressed emotions and feelings that were never processed. So working through this trauma may change how you feel about physical touch involving others in the future. So for instance, if you love public displays of affection, but you don't necessarily know how to give it or you're little awkward. I am too sometimes, but I love it. There's nothing cuter to me. It makes me feel more bubbly inside than let's say dating a guy and we're out and about and you know he hugs me or he puts his hands around me or he holds my hand or you know just letting it known like you know this 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 is my lady I think that is one of the most beautiful things that you could do I absolutely love it as you could tell I'm smiling from ear to ear just thinking about encounters that I had like that But again, going back to when I was a child, I didn't have that much. So even though I like to receive that, I work on consistently um, giving that more, you know, because my mate might like that as well, right? So 
with the last one, it is receiving gifts. Ding, 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 ding. Somebody sound the horn. Everybody love receiving gifts, right? Yes. But it's deeper than that. With receiving gifts, these are small tokens of appreciation to larger expensive gifts. It is almost always the thought that counts, though. An example could be buying a loved one um, their favorite flowers after a long day or finding an old book they've been trying to locate from their childhood. The point in all of this is that you thought of then when you saw it, so you bought it, right? Now, this doesn't mean, oh, you screwed up, let me go buy a diamond ring. No, Typically, little trinkets of appreciation matter. So I don't care if my friends come from the 99 cent store and get me a mug with the letter T on it. I'm stoked. You know what I mean? Any little way that I feel like someone thought of me, um, it really, really resonates with me. And I do not forget that. It sticks with me forever. I have a little box um, above my bed. I have a bookshelf above my bed that literally has all the little trinkets that my friends have given me over the years. So it's like a taco keychain from uh, one of my boys, Jimmy Tat. Um, it's a garter from a wedding that I was in with one of my childhood best friends, Jasmine. Um, just all kinds of little things in there that I genuinely care for that I always want to have with me. And I continue to fill that box. And I was thinking, when I fill this box up, what else am I going to do? I was thinking maybe get a bigger box or I just transfer whatever's in that box to something that I could put in my closet or something like that. And then I start filling it again. So I really, really like that as well. Now, the most popular love languages. Could y'all guess it? Could y'all, could y'all guess it? Could y'all? It's quality time and the second are words of affirmation. And that is from shaneco.com. And these also seem to be the easiest, right? Um, it's easy for us to spend quality time with a loved one. Now, quality time does not mean being on your phone all the time or being distracted or in your head or not actually listening. A lot of people listen to respond instead of listening to understand. And that is one of the big biggest disconnects that we have sometimes within relationships is that, you know, you hear your partner talking, you just want to respond. You might want to have a solution for them, but sometimes there is no solution. The only solution that we genuinely have is the fact that they got to vent to us and get it out the way. You know what I mean? Release it. Because remember what I said, um, feelings and emotions that are not processed turned into trauma. So, I would like to know what you guys' favorite love languages are. And if you're not sure, you can go to 5lovelanguages.com. That's the number 5, lovelanguages.com, to get your love languages. Now, with mine, it actually was in order of what I explained to you today. My first is quality time. My second is words of affirmation. My third is acts of service. Fourth is physical touch. And fifth is receiving gifts. So for me, it's not really about where we're going or what we're doing. It's the fact that I'm with you. I'm good right? So decide what your love languages is, take the quiz, and I would encourage you to have a conversation with your loved one about that. In addition to that, start expressing these love languages to your friends, to your family, and even strangers on the street, you know? Uh, Today, I went to go get fingerprinted because I want to volunteer in my area, so that's one of the things that we have to do since I'll be dealing with children. And 
I met this lady that was born in India, raised in Africa, and then came to the U.S. And, you know, she just simply asked me what I did, and I let her know. And we got into this long spiel about, you know, things she did when she was a kid. Her and her her brother didn't get along well. And today, in their culture, um, you're supposed to give your brother or the men in your life a thread, and then they give you gifts and stuff. So you're literally reciprocating to each other. Like, I'm going to protect you. You protect me. And she said that her mom had passed some time ago. So as she's reaching out to her cousins, you know, a lot of emotions that she thought were, weren't emotions anymore came up and she was really just crying. She's in the shower crying, all this extra stuff. And she finally got up the nerve to call her brother and just tell him like, you know, whatever things that they went through as a child, she was a part of that. You know, she was the culprit in some of those instances and that she was sorry and that she misses their relationship and all of that. And do you know her brother told her, let it go. Don't live in the past. We need to live in the moment. And she started boohooing all over again. I'm like, oh, it's just a confirmation for me. Because sometimes that's all we have to do is let it go. You know, you came from India from to Africa to the U.S. You're doing well for yourself. I went to her business to get the fingerprints. And, you know, she was still beat up about things that happened in their childhood, even as a middle-aged adult now and with her parent, one of her siblings, her parents passing. And I'm like, we have to... Sometimes we have to forgive and that forgiveness is not for the other person. It's for us. It's forgiving ourselves for whatever happened or forgiving them ourselves. You know what I mean? And in addition to that, when we suppress all of these feelings and emotions, we think that they went somewhere. They didn't. They're right in that little box that I was just telling you, like that's on my dresser deep down somewhere in your chakras, you know, just waiting to get out. And A lot of the times, even though that happened 20, 30 years ago for this woman, in some ways she was still moving from that hurt because it was never processed, right? You better stop playing with it. Life is short. Live the life that you want to live. Be the person that you want to be. Remove distractions from your life because nine times out of 10 when you're alone, baby, you realize that all the time it's not other people and the people around you, it's you. And what you allow and what you succumb to and all of that stuff. But the things that you go through does not define you. They're just lessons, never losses. And the point is to be your best self consistently. So even though I walk around, you know, giving quality time to those that I care for, giving those words of affirmation, acts of service, just like I said, I'm going to start the community service in my area, you know, physical touch, um, receiving gifts, you know, giving, doing giveaways and all of that stuff. You never know what it might mean to that person. And I just strive to be the person that somebody remembers like, yo, I didn't know how I was going to make it through that day, but because of tone or because that stranger says something to me, I was able to look at something a different way. That's all that matters to me. I don't care about the fortune. I don't care about the fame. All I want to do is live a life of sincerity, love, caring, authenticity, and most importantly, leading my own life and not being a follower. So you guys, make sure y'all go to fivelovelanguages.com. Check out what your five love languages is. I love to hear feedback from y'all as always. You can always reach out to me through any of the social media websites or even through email. 
Shades of Tone Podcast at gmail.com. So again, I hope you guys have a wonderful day and an even wonderfuler night. And as always, always love. To respond to a question, make a suggestion for an episode, to be a guest, or give feedback, reach out to us at info at tonemotivates.com. You can also find us on social media at Tone Motivates on TikTok, Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, and at Shades of Tone underscore podcast on Instagram and Facebook. And as always, you can find us at tonemotivates.com where all of those links are as well.